Hi, this is Thomas with Believe in the Run. This is Robbie with Believe in the Run. And this is Megan with Believe in the Run. And I'm struggling to open an element so I can get some uh, <laughs> hydration here while we do this show. Anyway, um, yeah, so big week. We'll get into it. But before we get into it, Robbie, do you want to tell anybody about anything special that we're going to be doing later this year? Yeah, well, Thomas and myself will be heading out to... I think uh, Carl's going to come too, right? Yeah, maybe. And probably some other people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Maybe our main videographer. Um to the Golden Trail Series, power, powered by Solomon. We'll be at the uh, Broken Arrow Sky Race out in uh, Lake Tahoe. A terrible, awful place <laughs> yeah. to go. Well, Meg and I... It's basically a Siberian prison, We did a family vacation there recently, and we ran just the trails while they were doing the Tahoe... Was it the 100 or 200? Uh, it was like 3 million. The 200. Yeah, the Tahoe yeah. 200. And I have to tell you, man, it's going to be challenging, but the, it's, it's incredibly beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, so the whole point of this um, Golden Trail series is sort of to showcase, I think, one, like the beautiful places you can run, but also that trail running is not just ultra running. Because I think like when we hear trail running, at least I think of like the Courtney DeWalters and like the 100 mile races. And like there are races that are 11K and 23K. And yeah, so- you don't always have to run all day on the trails. <laughs> yeah, they even have a kids race, which is pretty cool. Yeah, so... There's a whole bunch in this series. We're going to be talking more about all of these different races that you can participate in. Like the guys mentioned, they will be at Broken Arrow in June, which is in Lake Tahoe. Um, But if you want to learn more and register for any of these races right now, you can go to goldentrailseries.com. Also, you can follow Solomon at Solomon Running. Do you know that Robbie and I did trails this weekend? We both ran a uh, Super Bowl trail race. And I just blew my mind. Did you know that this did this? Yeah. Okay, I had no idea. I thought you had to take the whole thing off all the time. For those who are listening and not watching, Thomas just learned how to use a Yeti. It's the Yeti Rambler bottle. Dude, it is the coolest thing ever. It basically has a, where's a top hat that you can take off, screw off. Um, So I don't know why now we're doing ads for Yeti, I guess. Um, (laughs) Well, Element sent us this bottle. Yeah, but which, by the way, I had put in uh, like some collagen into my coffee yesterday Mm -hmm. and went to shake it up okay and apparently this like i had tightened it as hard as i could both seals but apparently maybe it was like you know when you pinch the seal sometimes it's not completely mm-hmm. <laughs> i just shook coffee all over myself so wow, if i sm- smelled like coffee yesterday that's now why. You, and <laughs> we should talk about this because i think you have a unique you like flavored coffee okay i didn't want to talk about this <laughs> and i mean i thought we should but i I know this is a bad take, and I'm not. It's not even a bad take because I admit fully that it's, it's not. I get it. What What do you get? You're not a real <laughs> coffee drinker, are you? You wait, like. Why don't sh- we Why don't we describe what he's? Because nobody knows what we're talking about. When you smell Robbie in the morning, he smells of a hazelnut. Yeah, <laughs> it's not me. It's the mug I'm carrying with me that's open. <laughs> it's aromatic. So, for whatever reason, I think because. BJ's coffee is just like the normal coffee is pretty average, at least in my taste, which do you are, go to I B- don't have a real taste. Do you go to BJ's for coffee? Yeah. Uh, like you buy the grounds from BJ's. Right, because it's just, I don't know. You use it every day. You, yeah. you got a lot of it. It's I'm not cheaper. someone who I, I literally maybe once a year will buy Starbucks or Dunkin' Donuts. Starbucks is the only or ground coffee or, we're allowed to have in the house. <laughs> Or per this guy, raise okay. a hab will send a bag. Yeah, like if I do, I will say if we're on a trip and sometimes people give you a bag of coffee from where they are, that's like my favorite gift. 
I don't oh really? Know why. Yeah. Take note, people. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> do that for Robbie. I have a cabinet full. You should just come over, guys. Oh, really? I have a cabinet full of like because we don't. Yeah, we have coffee for you. We don't have a grinder. Oh yeah, I, I have one of those little ones. I guess. That, yeah. I'm not. And I'm not a coffee guy. Well, like maybe I, I should do that. The tomorrow. whole drip coffee thing seems crazy to me. Like that's for people who have way too much time on their hands. They definitely do you, don't. Have you kids. mean like pour yeah, over or jobs? Uh, yeah, that's yeah. like pour over a French press. <laughs> I don't even know what it means. What so when when we were back in the day. Uh, I used to, I had a group of friends that really got into coffee and we all had our own French press. And so it, during the, during the work day, we would kill like an hour just making coffee. I think this is what happens at boring jobs because when yeah. I was at the Coast Guard, there's a guy there the same way and he had this, um, it's called an AeroPress. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? It's, it's the cigarette break for <laughs> yeah. if you don't smoke. It's yeah. like, it's going to take me an hour to make this cup of coffee. So I did buy one of those. Um, did you like it? Yeah, it it was cool. I did mm. like that. Um, but anyways, so yeah, I we buy flavored coffee, and I had a couple of friends over like two weekends ago, and they were basically just hazing me for it, yeah. hazelnutting me for it. Um, what is Kimmy into it? Yeah, I don't. But she also puts the hazelnut creamer in the coffee too. It's like a Whoa. double, like double wow. wild. She's practically a squirrel. I hate I hate the flavor creamers. It's uh -huh. like way too oh, sweet me too. for me. Um, and here's the thing: I like coffee black. Like that's totally fine. I usually put in a little bit of milk just to like bring the temp to where I like it. But it's not that I don't like. I love coffee. You know, we don't talk about that enough. That there is something to adding cream or uh, you know milk or whatever you want to your coffee just to get it to the right temperature. Yeah, that's, and then you, and then I have a Yeti mug or a thermos mug that it just like, once you get it right to where you want it, boom, you're good for like three hours. Yeah. My Wh where is your mug, by the way? <laughs> it's in your car. <laughs> um, the one that's being worked on? Yeah. yeah. Okay. By the way, they just sent me an email. They're like, we'll see you in 32 days. I'm like, before they were like, Three to five days. Thirty-two days. They there's, get your car. There's no way we're driving around in this giant pickup truck for yeah, thirty-two days. So right days. now, I'm driving a Titan, a <laughs> Nissan Titan, which is a king cab, like monster truck. Yeah, and I look ridiculous. It in could it. not be further from matching Thomas's have you, aesthetic. Have you dr driven it? No, Meg? I refuse. It's too big. <laughs> it's huge. I don't think she'd reach the pedals. <laughs> yeah, you need like a telephone book or to see above the steering wheel. Yeah, yeah. I, I dread parking it. I dread pulling it out of my garage is bad. Like it's it's just it's too big. Yeah, I don't. It, we live in a city. It, it's first city is real bad. Yeah, I don't know why that's the rental that they gave us. Like, how was that the option? Well, I, that <laughs> other option was a Nissan Sentra. So I was like, either like micro car or mega car. Yeah, nothing. I think they pulled the Sentra out of the back of this car <laughs> yeah. when they gave it to me. That's wild. Yeah, but we did. Uh, we did the trail race, and I was gonna say my favorite thing too about coffee in when you bring it to the right temperature, put it in the mug, is then taking it like with you on a trail run, but keeping it in the car so that when you're done with the trail run on a cold day. Sitting right there for you. Okay, so I the temperature stays. Well, yeah, he's put it in Yeti. Pretty much. Okay. See, I'm. We're using like those it's reusable a, Starbucks cups. Oh yeah, that's and like. And I plastic. go for a dog walk, and like by the end of it, no. it's freezing. I yeah, like this idea that he's talking about. Yeah, but you got to get it to the temperature you want it first, because if you put hot coffee in a Yeti, it's going to be hot. Yeah, like we couldn't walk well, the dog. I mean, you if you go for a two and a half, three hour trail run, you can. 
it'll lose some temperature for sure. So you can actually put a little above the level. <laughs> it's the whole thing. <laughs> but, <laughs> the science. But yeah, it's it's definitely nice when you're kind of cold after a long trail run. So we did a trail run this past Sunday. Matter of fact, last week was like a, one of the highest mileage weeks I've had in a long time. I know you're used to big miles, mate, but I, I was kind of tired. And we had this trail race. We went up there. And Robbie, you wanted to make sure that you didn't get busted by marathon investigators. Oh, yeah. I'm surprised someone hasn't reported me yet. You try and cut the course? He I didn't did, try. I he did cut did the course. Cut oh. Because I was there. Because it's very important for him to maintain his trail superior. Honestly, it is because there's so, there's like probably one person out there who would, I don't know. Call you out for it? Pro- there's, there's haters of leaving the run out there. Oh, <laughs> They're listening um, right now. I'm yeah. one of them. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. Thomas is a covert agent. Yeah. Um, it was, so I took my seven-year-old to do the race, and it's a seven-mile trail race. We did it last year, um, but, like, this year he he just had his, he's been getting side-stitch in a lot of the running stuff, so maybe we need to do a better warm-up. Um, yeah, he, I don't know he, about that. He just had it, like, the whole race, and then, you know, kids shoes how they're just nowadays don't even have rubber on them they're just straight eva at least i don't know maybe you don't know that but i i, I should have bought him like i don't know a pair of merrells or like solomon's like with a nice trail outsole because that that route is super rocky and rudy so like i think his feet were getting banged there's one section that you might as well be running over a cheese grater yeah. like it was just jagged rocks yeah. with leaves in between them so it was like, just, just gnarly. Yeah, it's it's a pretty aggressive trail. We both wore the Norda 001, which yeah, which, which I think, I think handles it pretty well, especially since it doesn't have a rock plate. And I it, think the thickness of the yeah rubber and the and the midsole, and it wasn't muddy, so it yeah. was pretty good for that. But anyway, so by mile four or five, he was like, I could tell it just wasn't like he was done with it. Yeah, I mean, he he wasn't like. St- super i don't know not complaining but he was just i could tell it wasn't like not having a great time so i was like all right we'll just like cut it court there was a loop where i could see people coming back it was like a three-quarter of a mile like lollipop type thing yeah and so i was just like we'll just cut it here and i think i know where that is you just start going up a hill and then yeah the other people would be coming downhill yeah Yeah. they got creek crossing Mm -hmm. so we did like six we ended up with like 6.2 which not bad, but he, but I was, I made sure to tell the RD, I was like, hey, we got the course. If you want to DNF us, go for it. You know, he's like, oh, I'm not going to do that. He's like, I, it's a, it's a $12 trail race. Like, I really don't <laughs> yeah. care. And do they even, do, are, do like the results get posted? They do, but I don't know. I just like feel, I feel bad if someone finished behind us and they're, they know we it. went yeah. in front of them. Like, that's not yeah. fair. Yeah. I don't know. I look at least put us last. I mean, you guys, it wasn't like you like even cutting. You guys weren't like towards the front of the race. Yeah. I mean, obviously, it's not like there's any place age yeah. groups or place. But like there whatever. was there's some kids out there, though. Like I, I thought like last year, I don't know how it was for Rye. But this year I was surprised at how many um, I would say under 10 year old kids that were out there on the course. Yeah, I think there's a couple others I saw. Yeah. Um, but I mean, yeah, overall, it's a it fun course. Good. It was twelve thousand feet of uh, or twelve hundred feet of elevation over 
It was the whole race was only six. It was a little short, Robbie. It was like six point seven. I was gonna say it doesn't sound like you skipped that that much. I wish we would done. (laughs) (laughs) Just yeah, no, that's it. Was really is a little short. Yeah, because I ended up running a mile after the race just to kind of like even out like my um my week. Okay, which I still I came up. A quarter mile short of 60 miles. <laughs> just, I was like, it's, that's good enough. <laughs> I'm like, I'm done. Yeah. But yeah. But it was a good, it is, I mean, for a trail, that's like, I like a seven mile trail race. That's like a good distance. And there's a lot of people. There's like 350 people. Oh, wow. It was actually, someone was complaining there was too many people for the trails. I don't think so because the beginning is the first mile you can spread out pretty. I thought it was fine. It doesn't jump straight on a trail. It's like a, wide path and then through a field so you're pretty much can separate what's kind of crazy is i i didn't normally i would have a beer or something afterwards and uh kucharski brought um like beverages and he made sure to bring some na beers and stuff like that i don't know what it was maybe i'm losing my mind but i just Mm -hmm. did it na and Mm -hmm. called it a day it was nice huh yeah yeah Actually, I this didn't was, like it. This was you know, Super Bowl Sunday, right? So like way, later that day. Later that day, <laughs> I, I yeah went. But it but the 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 one weird thing is, I felt like, and maybe I was just tired, but it feels to me like, I, it's psychologically I don't know what it is, but drinking the beer, I just wanted to take a nap afterwards. Oh, maybe. Yeah, I, I wouldn't know because I didn't get any because everyone else drank them all before I got there. Oh, really? Yeah. No. <laughs> that was like, Kucharski was like, dude, I'm sorry. He's like, I brought them for you and Johnny. But all these other, I was like, I was like, Faster Bastards needs to get back to its roots, start drinking. This <laughs> NA stuff is The heroin. The smoking cigs after a race. Yeah. yeah. Um. Anyways, but so yeah, what Meg, what's up? Uh, what's going on with you? I'm um, training for Boston. Mm-hmm. I did not do trail race like you guys did. Why not? Sticking to the roads. Next time. Uh, 60, I had 16 miles on Sunday, and that's I can't do that on trails. That would take too long. There was one lady time. that was doing, like, loops. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, training's, training's going fine. And any, um, any, like, no significant things no i have like no time goals and so i told castor i was like i just get me as fit as possible i want to have fun in boston but i want to be able to run like pretty hard you're probably gonna break your pr by, like five minutes <laughs> <laughs> i mean i doubt it but I, so wait last year you ran boston what was your time at boston 247 okay and what is your current pr 245 okay would it be reasonable to say that you want to drop down to two forty? Yeah, but I'm not sub two forty. I'm just not even. I'm just not even in that mindset. Okay. I just. I said, just get me fit, and we'll see what happens. See, and that's the same thing I said to him, and I don't even know what my goal pace is going to be for the marathon. Maybe he doesn't know. Maybe he's just like, let's just see how you get there. Yeah. But yeah, it's kind of interesting to run this way because it's like you're just running and. I'm hitting. I'm trying to hit the things that he's putting out there for me as far as paces. I will say I was very humbled. So he gave me two workouts last week, and the mile repeats he gave me were essentially what I was holding for close to marathon pace last winter or in the like fall. Okay. And I could barely hold him for a mile at a time. 
And so I was like, wow, okay, you really do lose fitness pretty fast. Um, but I'm hoping it comes back. <laughs> I think it also comes back fast. Yeah, we'll see. No. Oh. <laughs> Thomas says no. No, I, that, that's the weirdest thing. The longer I run, the more I realize that it's like not a guarantee on how fast it comes back or how fast it goes away. Like there'll be like right now I feel really good, mm-hmm. but then you can, it just can slide away. Like, well, yeah, there's like days off days. Dude, when days we went to Boulder was... last year, I was like, I could barely run. That doesn't count. <laughs> yeah, that's, that was elevation. We were on Mars. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. Essentially. Uh, yeah. That was horrible. Yeah. That's why I never like, no, I'm good with staying here. Are you Baltimore. still, are you still following your training on train? What is it? Training peaks? Yeah, it was a little jacked up because of my uh, ankle issues. So, I, which I feel good now. But the I like I couldn't do my had a hill workout last week I was supposed to do that didn't happen. Um, well, that's a good question though because you ran a trail this past uh, weekend, mm-hmm. which should be treacherous for anybody with ankles. Yeah, I wouldn't say it was the smartest thing. <laughs> I taped them up and then I did. <laughs> Slightly roll my other ankle on, and I fell down doing so uh, on Saturday. And I, I was like real worried about Sunday because I wanted to run it with my kid. And I just like taped it up really good again that day. And wait, you ran trails Saturday too? Mm-hmm. What shoes were you running in? The Solomon Genesis, which I like, but they're also like a little bit thin on the not Narrow. the most stable, not the most stable trail shoe, but also not terrible. Um, I think I, I think they just sent that to me. Maybe. It's like black and gray and blue. Yeah. Okay. It's pretty nice. But yeah, so I'm I'm like a disaster. But anyways, I didn't do all my training as far as that was scheduled, but still that did decent mileage last week, all things considered. Like over thirty miles, which isn't for having a for bum ankle. Taking, yeah, taking days off. <laughs> yeah, three days off. Um, so, yeah, so we'll get back at it. We'll back, we're back at it this week. That's good. But so on the trail race, you didn't twist your ankle at all? No, that was fine. That's amazing. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, it was like r- run slash hiking. It was like a Still, mixture of Still, that there that was... Tri- it was dangerous. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, there, there <laughs> was some steep downhills. Rye bit it on one of them. Yeah, yeah. he fell face forward on... I, that my only goal on that race was not to twist my ankle and not to fall down. Yeah, and so I accomplished and to finish. <laughs> I did all three. Of those. Yeah. Did you get out this morning? No, I'm do. I'll go after work. There's no way. It was horrible. Well, I have a double, so there was no not going out. The I mean, I had to walk with my kids a few blocks of school. Yeah, and I drove most you know most of the way, and I was like, "There's no way. This is the worst weather imaginable." It's 35 and raining. Feels like 28. Yeah. And yeah. With, with wind. With g- crazy wind. Yeah. It was pretty gnarly. But, I mean, I feel good that I got it done. Like, I, like it's done for the day. Yeah. I mean, I looked at the weather and it was like. This afternoon will be fine. It's like 48 yeah. degrees and sunny this afternoon. I was like, yeah, I'll just. They close the schools. What, really? Yeah. Where? Like all the public and private schools. In the county? In the county yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, that's, of course they did. Dude, that's soft. I don't even care what you say. No, they just they just close them now. It's like windy, a little rain. Shut it down. Oh my gosh. Yeah. This is what this is just not going to end well. <laughs> it's the way of the world. Yeah. <laughs> we're done. Well, I mean, we're, we're 
We're it's funny because somebody did message us and they're like, "Do you? What should I do? I have my long run. It's going to be raining." And I'm like, "You run." And I'm, what if it's what Ralph? Wait, is that real? <laughs> Ralphie's. All right. All right. Yeah, make sure you're good, Ralphie. Yeah. Situate uh, yourself. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, and so I, I said, I'm like, it could rain on race day. It's yeah, like you just yeah. don't, you can't be like, ah, I'm not running today, right? You know. All right, first check in. Hope you're feeling well. Got your arms swinging. That's always good. If you're running, if you're just standing still, it's kind of weird. So put your arms down. But if you're running, yeah, keep them loose. Relax your shoulders. One thing that I've been concentrating on is relaxing those shoulders. It's supposed to make it feel a little less effort when you're uh, cranking out those miles, just relaxing your body and letting it flow. So if you're a little tight and you're holding those shoulders up, now's a good time to take a deep breath. Just let them down. Um, man, Super Bowl, though. Uh, like, Did you stay up I'm for so, it? I am, and I'm so angry I did because... I basically stayed up because I had a chance of winning some money and then didn't. You were so betting on it? It's like one of the few things I'll actually bet on. What did you you had the did 49ers you winning? No, I was just in some prop bet pools with some friends. Oh. And then the squares. What game, are prop bets? Just the dumb bets. It's like the length of the national anthem. Who gets the ball first? All this oh, stuff. Okay. And you pick like 20 of them and then whoever has. Oh, that sounds fun. It's fun. Um, and then I was in a squares with the neighborhood association and i had a do you know what the square squares are no so it's a grid of 10 by 10 grid zero number zero through nine on the x and y axis okay and then uh but you pick before the numbers so you, you pick a square before the numbers are assigned because they're randomly assigned okay and then uh so like say the x-axis has the chiefs and the y-axis has the 49ers so they they shuffle the numbers after everyone picks their squares and then assign them and then wherever you're at on the grid oh so you have a chief eight uh nine or zero yeah then at the end of the first quarter whatever the score is if the chiefs have eight at the end of their number and the niners have zero you get that money that okay. payout so it was like 250 for each of the three quarters and then 500 for the last um quarter or end of game and I was like so close to winning oh. the end of game one because I had five and two. So if the Chiefs had kicked a field goal and then the 49ers won with a field goal, would have won $500. Man. And then the Chiefs had to score a touchdown. I was like, if Travis Kelsey scores this touchdown, which he almost did, and then I know everything's rigged. There's no way. It might still be everything's rigged. Thomas is totally under the conspiracy theories. Like he like from the get go, he's like, the Chiefs are gonna win because the NFL's paid for it and that's why Taylor Swift is here and is the whole thing. I mean, they're really not helping the, <laughs> their cause by Here's the other thing. Like they did say that this year there's been more complaints about officiating than ever before. Mm -hmm. I'll temper that with the fact that more people are betting now that there's this, uh, you can bet on your phone. Right. So I'm going to guess there's more people complaining about calls. For sure. For sure. You know, if you have money on the line. It doesn't help that the NFL, though, has a huge stake in all the betting companies. <laughs> well, that's the other thing. It's like, like drafting and stuff. <laughs> yeah. And even, a lot of even the guys before the games, the commentators, they all do their pick. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, they all pick the Ravens. Mm hmm. So I could see everybody betting and putting their money on the Ravens, especially when, you know, they're the insiders. <laughs> but and the we know, like, we it. had a better um, 
Like we were a quote better team. So then why did the Chiefs win? <laughs> they did because we a, played like trash that day. They did have like a horrible. I think they were nine and six in the regular season. Yeah, which is terrible. But I the only thing with the any trust me, I'm a fan of a good conspiracy. <laughs> but I will say the conspiracies that involve basically thousands of people, like the moon landing or this or. 9-11. Okay, so we're, we're down with the moon landing. We, too many we, people that need to be involved where I'm just like, this is too much. But see, that's that's where I think, the I believe that we landed on the moon. I think <laughs> it's, cra- I, I think it's crazy <laughs> that we basically took a Volkswagen bug up there and then put it on the planet. And came back. I mean, you've been to the Aerospace Museum. You've seen the thing. Oh, it's, yeah. It's it's literally it, like. You're right. It is it, a Volkswagen yeah. bug. Like the first, like Sputnik. And Wrapped the in tinfoil. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like we were sending people up in some. Wow. <laughs> um, wow. Might, have to, might have to beep that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I think that's the thing is that it's, there's some conspiracies that I totally like. There's, but, uh, the CIA has done some crazy shit back in the day and now. Yeah. But like the, but there's some that are so widespread. That By the way, I involve... disagree with Robbie that the CIA has done anything crazy. <laughs> yeah, you guys are true. fine. <laughs> Leave us alone. I think they're proud of it. I don't okay, think it's well, a... if you're proud of it, be proud of it. But I was not in Robbie's corner for that one. It's all it's all, all this is uh, unclassified stuff. But anyways, so I'm just saying, I think like the this the football one would have to be involved so many people. Right. It There's doesn't so many just refs. No, but you've that's, got you've got And they're Illuminati. Okay. And they all work for Taylor Swift. They're like school teachers <laughs> in their free time. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's the good cover, isn't it? Okay. No, the refs have to go through all of this crazy stuff to become an NFL. Meg looked up their salary yeah, and everything. It's, it's crazy. I guess NFL ones, yeah. NFL, they make what? They make decent salary, but it's the it's the process they have to go through to get What's there. What's it? Do? It was six figures. It, I, yeah, I forget I what know. you told me. Two hundred or something. Yeah, like okay, yeah. that's pretty good for. Eight you weeks, figure you gotta pay them well, otherwise somebody else would pay them. Like if they needed. That there's is a, true. There's enough money in the NFL that 200. And is you not can't cover tell it. you can't tell me that those guys don't every once in a while get a like, they just uh, oh, for sure you know, bring that ball back because you could call you could basically call on any play. Well, right because uh, you can bet on every play now. So yeah. you, all you need is them to do one play where they call a yeah call it back or whatever, and you could call holding on any play basically. You can true. Yeah, that's accurate. Um, Anyways. Okay, what about the commercials? What did you like? I, Dunking. I honestly can't even remember. That's, oh, that, that's literally the only one I liked. That was the best one. Yeah, that for was the, sure. It was like they, they were talking about other ones that haven't. We were listening to like a recap. Yeah. I'm like, did you see that one, Meg? Did you know Solomon had one? I, that's I, what I heard, but I didn't see it. I watched it again and I was like, I don't okay, know. Okay, how much does that. it hurt? It's $7 million for 30 seconds. Uh huh. How much does it hurt when people say, I, I don't remember that, didn't see that? Well, there was like a Dove commercial of these like girls. I didn't see that I one. don't remember that one. Um, <laughs> I remember the like the Beyonce one and the Michael Sarah one. And yeah. The Michael Sarah one I saw before the, okay. the thing. So I think I would have enjoyed it more if it, like I don't think they should show you the commercials before yeah, right. the Super Bowl. Like there's plenty of time after the Super Bowl to show us. The Volkswagen, the new Volkswagen van. You like that? I don't know. To me, that remember when they reintroduced the bug? Yeah, everybody was all excited. The bug was coming back, and now, yeah, would you would you buy a bug? (laughs) Absolutely not. But my sixteen year old or eighteen year old self would would have loved it. Yeah. 
So you um, know the jumpsuits the guys wore in the Dunkings? Mm-hmm. They're for sale now. Oh, really? Do you think that we should... Those aren't jumpsuits. Those are tracksuits, man. Tra- sorry, tracksuits. Uh-huh. Do you think that we should pull for this week on the podcast whether or not we should get them for TRE 2024? Oh, no. I, I think we, <laughs> we shouldn't get those. We should get our own custom for uh, the running event. Okay. But um, I was thinking that you could pull... We could do a show in that in them. And then Are you just saying a podcast yeah. in the tracksuits? Okay. In the donkey. Yeah, you okay. make it very hard to be your friend, mate. Wow. That's uh, interesting. Okay. I did like the part where he's like, the how about them apples part. Yeah, how about them donuts? Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's hard not to love Matt Damon. Yeah. I mean, I both of them. I love both yeah, of them. For sure. And Tom Brady was amazing in yeah, it. Yeah, he kind of made it. I kind of like the outtakes where it was like, here, throw, throw it to me as hard as you can. Like, zing it in, zing it in. I hate the, <laughs> yeah, I hate the Tom Brady arc of him becoming likable because I don't want to like him. But now you do, don't you? Did you watch, yeah, this I don't docu- have a did you watch the documentary? I didn't, no. See, so you would you like would it like if him. you watched it. Okay. Yeah, it's hard not to like I do respect, now. I feel like once you're out of, they're out of the sport and you can like look back on what they did and you're like, yeah, I mean. <laughs> He was pretty awesome. Yeah, he's pre- he was pretty awesome. But I, th- I, like we, I think we edit him to look like he's always winning. And if you look at his business stuff, like he, he was with Under Armour, and then he broke off to do the, mm-hmm. you know, his own clothing T24 apparel stuff or something. Yeah, yeah, that's hit the shitter. It's gone. Speed of which, did you guys see Tiger Woods' new apparel? No, is it good? Does not look great. Uh, no. Is it his own brand? No, no it's um like La Tigra. Um. Yeah. Uh, Sal- Slazinger? Is that what Slazinger? it is? I, I forget who did it. Uh, um, it's oh. Sunday Red. Like, the logo's really, really bad. It's like a bad Arcteryx logo yeah. of a tiger. It yeah. looks like something that you would Dude. see on one of those uh, Chinese medications. I was going to kind of say that, yeah. Yeah. It's. I don't think it's that I, bad. Like, it's not good. Dude, I don't know. He went from Nike to this. Like that's not amazing. what. What is the brand? It's um not Red Sunday, but like it's Taylor. Taylor yeah, Taylor made. Yeah. yeah, which is actually kind of comes back to Solomon because Jean Luc Diard designed the Taylor made drivers, the Big Berthas, and stuff yeah. like that. Well, but, that was Callaway, but yeah. Oh, the, the the bubble. Yeah. Do you know what's crazy though? What if you think about it, Red Sunday, like. Do you remember a U2 song? Uh, oh, Sunday Bloody Sunday. Yeah. yeah. Well, because Tiger always wears red. I know. I, I, no, say. I know why. I didn't. I was just making sure. <laughs> but yeah. But isn't that also kind of weird? Because it was like his classic Nike red shirt. That, that, that is what like made, when you picture him, you yeah. picture the Nike. I'm almost switch. surprised that they don't somehow own that. I know. I'm like, surprised Nike isn't coming after them for that. They probably will. <laughs> They'll find. Yeah. yeah. They definitely will test the boundaries. Well, here's yeah. the weird thing. There's a great statue of Tiger Woods on the Nike campus like yeah, it's, so it's incredible that? like i can't imagine they get rid of it so th- it's it's amazing it's right over a field yeah and i think that tiger when they unveiled it like hit a golf ball all the way like they challenged him to hit it over the field over like one of the buildings uh-huh. and he was like smoked it and right and clocked it over okay. but yeah it's cool um but yeah as long as there's no I don't think there's any arc where Travis Kelsey becomes likable to me, though. I think he's dead to me. What uh, about, did you see his brother Jason at the after party, though? 
with the mask and the dancing. The luchador. I didn't see that. <laughs> okay. okay and I also did like his brother showed up at the Vegas airport dressed as. I don't hate Jason. Yeah. He seems okay. He was dressed as, um, what's his name from? Yeah. Uh, the, from the hangover. Yeah. 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 He had like the satchel, the same t-shirt. Zach Alphanakis, yeah. whatever his character was. But the whole, I, <laughs> I keep telling people this because it's the perfect thing. When, when we were talking about Travis Kelsey at the, um, like in Florida and saying who he was in high school. Oh yeah. He's that guy. Like that's what, so the guy that will come into class two minutes late every time and the teacher's like annoyed because she's just started teaching and he's like jokes around with her and he's like, no, it's cool. And then sits in the back and starts like flicking like the kid's ear in front of him and knocks his hey, hat off. Give me your pencil. Yeah. Give me your pencil. Dude, what was the answer? What was it? Give me the answer. Yeah. <laughs> and, and he never gets in trouble because he's like always clowning with the teachers and he's on the football team. Of course, that's the guy. Yeah. Like, and that's, that's right. Like when you're walking healthy. down the hall, he'd slap your books out of your hands. Yeah. And then you do, I'm just messing with you. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, dude, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. yeah. That's him. <laughs> that's why he can run into his coach and do that. And then when you're picking up your hat, your was books, he knocks your hat off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see the, the, like several people asked both Andy Reid and Travis, like what happened there? And the coach was like, you know, he knocked, like he was defending him. And, and yeah, even, what's he going to say? Even Travis was like, uh, I was just telling him I loved him. Yeah, that's what that guy does. That guy in class. That that's that's what he does. Like yeah. you know what's gonna be great when he gets in Taylor Swift's face when she doesn't like put her dishes away or something. Yeah. <laughs> you mean his dishes away? Yeah. Yeah. Make almost spit. That was so good. You cannot say that. Yeah. I mean, I want to replace a picture of Taylor Swift with Andy Reid. Yeah. And be like, this is what married life's going to be like. Well, that's what a lot of people were saying. Like, if he's committing elderly abuse on the field, imagine what he's doing in private. Uh, yeah. Mm. Okay. Don't ruin this for me, guys. Dude, imagine how scary that would be if you're the person on the other end of that. Like, yeah. in a house <laughs> where nobody, huge. like, there's no cameras. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Meg, we're going to take a little break for our sponsor here, and uh, it's still winter. It is still winter, and we are still drinking Element. I like the hot stuff. Yeah, so they have this whole new chocolate medley. It comes with chocolate mint, chocolate chai, and chocolate raspberry, and um, you can put them in your coffee. You yeah, can make we them just on talked about Robbie drinking hazelnut coffee. Yeah. So, like, I have to say, like, if you want to flavor your coffee, I'd rather put this in it than have hazelnut coffee. And I kind of like the chai one the best. Yeah, me too, for sure. That's definitely my favorite. Um, so yeah, if you want to try this chocolate medley, you can head over to drinkelement.com slash the drop. That's spelled L-M-N-T. Yeah, and um, they're going to give you this sweet bundle. I think you get something free with it. Definitely like this eight count sample pack with any purchase. So go ahead and uh, snag some. Yeah, stay warm. Don't I? You're making him seem like a really bad no, person. I'm I don't sure, think he is. I oh, I I hope he is. You know why? That'll make better music. You better not oh, make it a defamation suit if you keep yeah. this up. Why? What am I saying? Um, I'm just, just extrapolating. Extrapolating. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. on his current behavior. Um. So, I did want to say quick Taylor Swift's update because I told Thomas, but I didn't tell you, Meg. Oh no. On the on the class classroom stuff. Yeah. So there's been a little bit of movement in that. The, well, I told you how the one day the other second grade teacher asked Riley like, oh. what, what kind of music you want to hear. Uh -huh. 
and he said Coldplay. And I was like, dude, if you would have said Taylor Swift, I would have like lost <laughs> my mind. Um, but then I guess the his actual teacher, she he was like, yeah, she played a. Uh, she played Here comes the, the sun. She played the Beatles. Here comes the sun oh. on Friday. I was like, really? And he was like, yeah. He's like, I told her my dad loves this song. Are they still getting uh, stickers or awards or whatever it was for the Eras tour? Thing? Yeah, that's okay. That's, Dude, that's hasn't changed. It was already set in motion. Okay. I I don't think it's fair that you have this platform to talk about this teacher without her coming in. I would like to hear her side of it. No, I want her to come in and talk (laughs) about it. And I want her, I don't want her to know that you're here and you can sit behind like a one way mirror or something. (laughs) And we'd be like, so do you have any parents that really get on your nerves? (laughs) Uh, I'm sure I'm not. Yeah. I doubt that you're the, you're the real problem. Yeah. I'm sure there's worse things. It's me. I complimented her in all the messages too. I said, I appreciate, I seriously appreciate everything you do. I know it's stressful. There's a lot of, there's 37 kids in your but class. But stop playing Taylor Swift. Yeah, honestly, she's still a bunch of little kids. Just let her play the music. Well, that's, I, I didn't want to make it a big thing. I was just like, just yeah. make, can like, whatever. <laughs> Anyways, moving on from that, we don't need to talk about Taylor Swift or Travis Kelsey anymore. Yeah, they got enough time in the. Mm. It will make great music. Um, I want to say, I was like, did you do you guys take notes for the podcast at all? No. To say like what you're doing. Uh, every not once in a while, time. but like not this week. I was trying to to do that this week to make sure I had. Oh, somebody, um, because you're you know like about trash, finding trash on the ground and stuff. Yeah. Somebody, um, DM me and they were like, "This is the best trash pickup ever," and it was Connor Mance's water bottle from the trials. Oh. I was like. That is a good one. Uh, You're not a. That's not. You have one sitting on the shelf. Yeah, there. he didn't use it though. Oh, really? Really I have Mo. Cho- no, oh, Mo, Mo Farah's from the London Marathon, his final marathon. But he, I don't think he ran it. Didn't he like drop out or something? Uh, okay. You don't think that's a cool souvenir? No, I do. Okay. I think that's super cool. No, it's someone's trash. No, but it's like. Imagine you just. This guy's ate, an Olympian now. Okay. Hmm. <sighs> No, I want to hear your defense. All right. You deserve to be heard. Robbie drinking out of a cup, throws it down. Somebody's like, look, I've got Robbie. There's people out there that definitely want that. Robbie from Believe in the Runs Cup. Mostly mostly (laughs) federal investigators trying to pin me down on some crimes. Also some fans. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I mean... That's a. I feel like that's a little bit different. This is a game. It's like a game used jersey. Like, would right. you would you have a game used? You mean yet? if he gave me his singlet, or what if uh, Lamar Jackson's sweaty jersey comes off? You're not going to take that. That's what I'm saying. Singlet. Like I got Connor Mance's singlet. What about Lamar Jackson's Gatorade bottle that no, he is drinking out of right before he threw the game winning touchdown? No. And cool. it has his. I name. want that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no. Okay. No. Good. <laughs> you could clone him. You could. <laughs> then what am I going to do? Play uh, ball with him? I guess you just have a pet. <laughs> but I don't know how that works, actually. I don't know what the And I are. think that you overestimate my cloning abilities. Yeah. That's like why I, it would be I, a pet. I don't really have, I don't really have a, like a lab or anything. Yeah. Um, yeah. If I, I know out. we are close to Hopkins. Oh, yeah. There's do stuff. you think there's somebody in the basement at Hopkins that's like been cloned? Yeah. There's or stuff some go- sheep walking around. There's definitely stuff going on there. Yeah. That, I. I wonder if there's CIA in Hopkins. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised with the proximity and all the research we got. You think we have any alien bodies there? Well, I mean, the CIA did tons of LSD tests in the 60s, you know, um, 
the MK Ultra program. I saw a comedian came up in my reels and he he's like, uh, yeah, all my friends are asking me how I lost weight. And, I, and he's like, um, I started running and they're like, oh, that's so boring. He goes, not on mushrooms. He goes, I've been doing 100 milers. I'm never alone. He goes, I'm out in the woods. There's dragons. There's people running around. But you could do, you can hallucinate without the mushrooms and 100 miles. Yeah. But that, what I'm th- like, I, I don't know that that would be fun, but maybe, maybe I'm know. wrong. Maybe we'll have to attempt that. But Ho- Hopkins has the Psilocybin Research Center, and it's right over in Bayview where we live. So I feel like totally the CIA or somebody would be using that. Data. Psilocybin? Psilocybin, yeah, depending which path you take. But, yeah, so because in the 60s they did um, – Began in 1953 and halted in 1973. Uh, CIA used high doses of psychoactive drugs, especially LSD and other chemicals, without subjects' consent mm. to test it out. So if you were going to clone someone, would you rather clone somebody that starts as an embryo and grows into a human clone? Or would you like, like, I want another Robbie. I'm going to make an adult Robbie. Well, I definitely don't want to <laughs> raise them from birth. <laughs> First five years, skip, skip that. Uh, I doubt they'd let you have either one. Like, oh. but I'm saying, if you were the doctor making, would you let? Would you rather make like clone babies that grow, or like be able to make like you pull out of a jelly sack a 40 year old Robbie? <laughs> Dude, that sounds so gross. So gross. Um, <laughs> and I don't have to raise the person, or they're just no. The, the, the lab, the government. They're, they've got this is their Robbie. Okay. Uh, I don't. I feel like I don't. Yeah, the older person because I don't like the whole what if government controlling the child from birth thing. That's weird. What if you didn't like it? Like, what if you're like that's your god <laughs> and you're like I, I hate that dude. Now we're getting into some ethical questions. That's like me looking at myself in the mirror. Yeah, literally. Except um, for this, it's it's it would be a another organic creature. I mean, if you think about it, you, you are at some point going to be able to clone I hate yourself to a this. certain degree no. in virtual reality. Yeah, we're talking about uh, matters of ethics here, which get a little messy. Unless you don't have ethics. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. That's tough. All right, second check-in. You've relaxed those shoulders. You should be running smooth at this point. Let's take a look at that breath. Make sure you're getting nice and easy breathing going. If you're breathing too hard, maybe just ease back a little bit, um, unless you're trying to do speed intervals. But if you're trying to do speed intervals, you probably shouldn't be listening to this podcast because this will distract you. You just you need something more up-tempo and a little more exciting than our voices. So switch that up if you're doing speed work and you're listening to this right now. Turn off the podcast. I will say... Um, this isn't really related to cloning, but I was looking at my other notes. And I've had a lot of luck recently with plugging in my USB the right way. So you're still on the other USB? Uh, for my phone charger, yeah. Okay. So so the, that's a standard USB. I just felt this was notable because I feel like the last six times I've plugged it in, it's been correct the first time. What do you mean correct? So you know how you can only oh, yeah. go in like if it's the right side up? Yeah. But you know how it's you when you whenever you put a USB in Make charger, it on USB C now. But yeah, we're full okay, USB C. Th- think here. back to twenty twelve. <laughs> in, <laughs> in the year two thousand. Yeah. <laughs> when you whenever you plug in the USB, it's always the wrong way. Mm-hmm. It's it's well fifty fifty. But, but yeah. it's 
it seems like it trends always the wrong way. I feel like I always got it the right way because I don't even remember this happening. Really? Yeah. If you if you look on Reddit, there's some or some other places. There's a large, long discussions of why it's always the wrong way. So you are now doing it the right way. Yeah, I just have been on a hot streak of doing it the right way. Could you I put felt like it was an indicator? To talk about. And why do they not put an indicator? Yeah, the top. That's side. a good question. That's up. an excellent question, and I don't know why. I mean, most other things have an indicator. You know what I feel lucky about? When you go to the plug and you know how like you have a fat side of the plug and a skinny side of the plug? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. When I hit that right, oh, yeah. I, it's a very satisfying. I don't know what you're talking about. So like one side of the plug is like slightly. Should I unplug the board? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there we go. It's over. You mean you're talking about a normal plug? Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, it's like the fat piece, the skinny piece. So you had to plug it in the right way unless it's a plug from 1953 or something yeah when it's because i think it grounds it in some way i guess i don't pay enough attention to plugs oh man just living that life of first shot (laughs) seriously do you have servants plugging things in for you (laughs) or clone my clones i'm like like literally damn it i'm googling plug visual which (laughs) could go plug one plug two um and it's not I guess I just don't struggle with plugging things in as often as you guys do. I, I think, yeah. Maybe re- maybe my visual cues are so good okay, that look, I get it right every time. This is, see the, see like there's the right now, bulbous end. I didn't even, I don't even think I knew <laughs> that there was a difference. There's no I way. I have just been plugging it in. There's no way you've been that lucky in life that you've been plugging things incorrectly. Maybe I just life. like, I just flip it over without even I have a to second say, care in the world. Megan is pretty lucky. <laughs> Parking spots open up for her. She's married to you. That happened. Yeah, I read um, that book, The Secret, dude. My life is like, you know, so easy day. If reading The Secret will get me to plug things in correctly <laughs> every time, I'm in. Well, you have to read The Secret paired with, what's the other book where the guy goes on the journey in the desert? The other book that they needed to make more money from, so they just made that no, one. No, I think it's a different <laughs> the book. The Secret sequel? Yeah. No, it's, uh, what's the other one? It's the, the kid goes into the desert. To, he wants to, the alchemist. Oh, yeah. Did you read that one? I haven't, no. All right. That one, I felt a little foolish. There, There is a sequel to The Secret. I know there is. I, yeah, What's it, it called? The, the Super the, Secret? The Power. <laughs> when that one come out? 2010. I have to tell you, you can mock people who love The Secret and all that stuff, but it's the same thing as like mocking people who have a religion. If yeah. they're getting by and they're having a better life because they think that works, yeah, then... They're having a better I mean, life. There is something to it in the way that if you are hyper focused on whatever your thing is, like things things do gravitate to, towards you because you're just focused on that. Where the mind flows, the energy goes. Yeah. So or like something if, like that. It's the same way as if you uh, when you get a new car and it's. Uh, we were just talking about Teslas. Yeah. yeah Everybody thinks that Teslas are, and I see them everywhere. Yeah. And I I, I don't have a Tesla, but. Like I literally see Teslas everywhere, and I know that they're supposed to be like, um, like a status symbol. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't uh, think they are anymore. People yeah, I don't from like Ubers roll up and they're yeah, they're Tesla. Well, they keep slashing prices on them, and so it's like is that at what this it is? Point, yeah, and and you get like I think the credit's still intact for buying one, so it's like you can bring it down to a pretty reasonable. So price. living though on a coast, mm-hmm. where hurricanes and that kind of stuff happen would you get an all-electric vehicle i mean because you can drive through water 
No, not because you can drive through water, but because like if you have to evacuate or something, you have a limited mile range and then you'd have to sit there and charge. And that's if you could find an open charger because everybody who's evacuating would be like, I need to charge my car. Yeah, I mean, in that case, I don't think so. I mean, I think that's why a lot of people are getting, I think Toyota did a really nice job of going on the hybrids because it's like that bridge between That's what I'm thinking. I'm like, I used to think they were being lazy. But now I'm kind of like, maybe they're not. And maybe that until the infrastructure gets better. Right. Like if there, if there was like uh, the thing that made me think of it is Florida had to evacuate and they were showing all these cars that were just stuck. Yeah. Cause they ran out of, and if you got under a certain, and Chicago had a real cold freeze. Exactly. And the batteries were draining on the cars so fast. That people were just stuck. Well, apparently the Chicago thing was like, if you weren't prepared for it and you hadn't charged, then you were going to be screwed. Yes, the batteries perform less in cold, well, they, but also people pick- were just like, like who live in apartment buildings who don't have chargers. They were just like, oh yeah, it's 25% left on my battery. I'll charge it tomorrow when it's zero, negative 10 degrees. And then it was crazy. Yeah. And then you can't charge it and right. you had to come pick them up with tow trucks. Yeah. So yeah, and I don't. I think in extreme circumstances, not definitely not a great option. But I do like how they can run. Through, they can just drive through water and nothing happens because there's no. You can't flood the engine. You can't, but can't. Wouldn't the batteries and the electrical system? See, like you'll like see it in. And there's no exhaust, so they can't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they won't. Yeah, but that's gonna create more people doing dumb things like driving over water. That's correct. I'm sure there's a limit to it. Like for sure, but if it's not this, like if you a car would stall out in in a situation where a Tesla could drive through. Um. Anyway, enough about cars. Should we talk about this shoe? We can. Is it time? Mm-hmm. I think so. Okay. It could be it. time. Oh, it's a little early. I don't know. We, oh. Oh, I did no. I did want to say real quick. Um, we did, we never recapped grit. Oh. Last week because of the trials. So we, we should, should kind re- of do we, that. We should a recap bit. it. How um, many miles did you end up with? I. Well, because I had to take a week off, I ended up with like one, around 150. So it wasn't terrible. Megan, you probably crushed 300 something, right? I think so. I'm looking it up right now. I forgot to enter in my last day, but I think I was 244 or something like that for January. Okay. Which was fun because I really have to say, I would have on my own probably not done it as smart, mm-hmm. uh, but Caster... Uh, my coach, he really slowly built up week after week and increased the mileage in a re- responsible way. Mm-hmm. So I felt great the whole time and just did my normal training. And it was the first time I've done grit where I was actually doing speed work during the training. Mm-hmm. So the fact that I upped the mileage as much as I did and then was okay, I, th- I think that he almost gave me like a roadmap for every other if if I do it yeah, like for summer or something like that. Yeah, no, that, that was pretty awesome and we had some good it wasn't the most mileage we've ever seen in grit or elevation but still obviously the winner the men's winner had 654 miles nuts spencer inbox congratulations and who was the guy who came to the party that his father we met but nick yeah uh nick killed it he he was like second wasn't he yeah he's i think was he second? second okay and then women's winner was christina i'm gonna mess this up shelter up from uh, she's in California. She ran 450, 40, 446 miles. 
very excellent. And then uh, elevation winner was Ryan Kelly in Arkansas. He, he finished at just under 60,000 feet. Jeez. And then Jana. Again, can you give me the elevation of a Mount Everest? Uh, the it's elevation. like 20,000, isn't it? Wait, I think I actually got that wrong. Ryan Kelly. Ryan Kelly was not the winner. You are not the father. Yeah. Did you send that out? <laughs> I sent out whatever Helen told me. I think, yeah, I think she changed it. Oh. Um, so he was like in second. The first place winner was someone, oh, what's his name? He's in Run Club. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, For elevation? The Italian dude. I think he's Italian. Aunt Andrea or something? Yeah, Andrea. Um, anyways, he had like 61,000 feet. Okay, so Mount Everest. Did I say the women's elevation winner? You did not. Jana Friedrichova from Hagerstown, 61,000. Oh, wow. That's right there, both of them. Yeah, and both. And he, so I was wondering how he did it because he runs along the harbor a lot. And I was like, dude, how'd you get 60,000 feet just around here? He was doing repeats of Fed Hill sometimes, like six miles on Fed Hill. Just oh, that's repeats crazy. up and down. Yeah. That is when I was, yeah. when I did Trans Rockies. Yeah. When I did uh, Trans Rockies, I did um, the going up those steps and circling around, run back down, go up those steps. Because, I mean, basically, for the first part of every day, you're just hiking uphill pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. So crushed it. So congratulations to everyone. And I did think it was the, I know we say it's the best grit yet, but I did think it was. What great. what do you think was what made this one? I feel better? like people were just like super involved in the Facebook group, came out to the grit party. Um, just the community aspect. The community aspect. And then the weather was, you had both extremes. You had nice and mild, a couple weeks that were mild. And then you had the snow, cold, at least here where we are. So I thought it was a good, good all around. I agree. Winter grit. And the swag was cool. Yeah, for sure. And I thought I, I enjoyed, uh, you know, the space theme. I don't know. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah like wearing cool. a helmet. <laughs> yeah. Nerd. Yeah. But um, uh, it was good. No, it was definitely good. So I, we are going to have a summer grit. And I already know yeah. what the swag is going to be because I've talked to ASICs. Mm-hmm. And we so. already know what the theme is going to be, kind of. Do we? I forgot. Yeah, I, I can't that. say it now. Yeah, don't say it now. You got to remind me because I forgot. <laughs> But yeah, that'll be, I mean, registration will open for that Memorial Day at 9 a.m. Oh, Eastern. It'll be here before yeah, you know it. Like, it's so insane how fast it goes. Like when we first did these, it felt like we had a little bit of time in between. I feel like we finally get the last package out mm-hmm. and then we're like, all right, for let's, sure. Let's start going. All right, final check in. You're still here. So I guess you're not doing speed work. Hopefully everything's going well and uh, just cruise this one out. Finish up strong, swing those arms, relax those shoulders, take the nice breaths, and uh, cruise on in. We'll see you next week. Um, and then uh, I did w- want to talk about real quick the the one cheater. From there's been a couple. Did you? I put it in the email last week. Uh, there's this Kenyan runner who got busted because he had uh, oh, yeah. the body double. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. That's, I mean, I'm kind of, that's a good job. It was, that's well, you got to explain what he was doing. Okay. So I read, I read like the whole court or whatever case yeah. they had for world athletics. And it's amazing. I, <laughs> like, I believe you. Uh, 
I forget his name. Hold on. I need to look up his name. Uh, so he was getting drug tested. And, and didn't want to be. Michael <laughs> Michael Saruni of Kenya. So he was, yeah. he was getting drug tested, as everyone does, at the 2022 Kenyan trials for the world championships. Okay. And apparently he showed up with kind of an entourage or a few people with him. And then they're like, okay, we need you to go to the bathroom to get up, give a piss test. Yeah. And he went in the bathroom and then. And they're always escorted and there's someone with them at all times. So they escort him basically to the bathroom door. Mm -hmm. And then when he comes out wearing the same clothes and everything that he had on, it's not him. It's like another dude. And they're like, they're like, you're not like. So where did he go? Was this like a magic trick? So then they walk in back in the bathroom and open the stall door that he had originally gone in. Uh, and and they, I guess he was like standing on the toilet maybe. Like that's how, because I think when they escorted him in, there wasn't anyone in there. So maybe he was his friend was standing on the toilet. And then when they like turned around or walked out, like he, they did they a switcheroo. Flopped. And so when they walked back in, opened the stall door, they, they said they observed a man with a hoodie on and. Okay. But here's my question. Mm-hmm. Why didn't he just walk back out? So, cause they were standing right outside the door. But I'm what saying, saying if I had a friend in there already, yeah, I'm going to use his urine or whatever. Uh-huh. Hi, how you doing? Thanks right. for the urine. I'm going to walk out with it now. Yeah. Why wouldn't you just do that? Why would you have him walk out with your clothes on? He's probably doping too. <laughs> no. um, yeah, that is a good question. I'm this not is sure. like they overthought this right. so much that they effed it up. So then he, so then he walked out uh, with his like hood over his face, I guess, so they couldn't see him. And as soon as they got out the door, he bolted for a retaining, like a retaining wall around the perimeter of the complex, and then scaled the wall and ran off. So the, both of the guys did. They caught one of the guys, please. Like that, I, I'm sorry. If I'm a guy who's collecting urine and I yeah. see you bolt out, <laughs> jump over the wall, I'm going to be like, I don't even need to test this. Yeah. <laughs> the best part is, though, is that they did catch one or two of the other guys involved with this whole scheme, like the police did, but but not Saruni, the, the actual athlete. And he was like, it says he was baffled that they would accuse him of such a thing and that he never, he, he was like, I never even showed up to the race that day. So he's saying he's claiming that he just never came to the event and it's a whole mistaken identity thing. See, this is what's so confusing <laughs> to me because and he was banned for four years. <laughs> like when you catch somebody and in your face, they're like, no. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, I look, I got you. I know. Right. And they're like, no, no. <laughs> but isn't that such like, any anytime you hear a cheating story or marathon investigation or something else, it's always like in the face of all evidence, they just keep doubling yeah. down. And That's I'm, what I don't understand because that has to be. There has to be a point where, in your logic, in your head, you got to say, "Okay, look, I'm clearly caught. I'm a runner's world." Uh, I think these people are so in their heads. First of all, to go ahead and do that is Mm -hmm. you have to have something off. And then on top of it, I think they've probably honestly convinced themselves that they are like 
they're doing the right thing. Uh, yeah, it's the only explanation. Yeah. I don't know if that's narcissism or what it is, yeah. but I I don't think it can be. I, I it's got to be de- it's delusional. Like right. to to the fact that we you brought up in the last week's email, you brought up the Runner's World UK editor mm-hmm. that clearly cut the course, knew she cut the course, manipul- manipulated her digital footprint. Yeah. Or tried to, didn't do a good job of it. Horrible job of it. All these things says, I'm not a cheater. Yes, I did this stuff. She said her watch wasn't working. You can see it's working Mm. Uh, in her finished photo. She folded over her bib. Like all these things that were clearly intentional. Yeah. And the crazy thing is, is that she then, she both doubled down and admitted to cheating because she said she may have, she did go to the bathroom and may have jumped on a different part in the course, which you just admitted it. And then just saying she didn't know. I'm like, now you're doing both. You're coming out from both ends. You're saying you did. I and may then have, down. but I don't know that I did. Right. And it's like the strangest thing just to stand by it. Because I was talking about this uh, to Matt when we were trail running. I was like, when you talk about baseball and doping, no one ever talks about Andy Pettit, who was one of the great pitchers at that time and was doping. Because when he got caught, he admitted right afterwards. He was like, yeah, I did. And apologized profusely to his friends and his family and his fans. And nobody talks about him. But Everyone still talks about Mark McGuire, Barry Bonds, because they never, or Rafael Palmeiro, because they, you know, you know, they all lied like, about it. It's kind of like when we were younger and people weren't as friendly to alternative lifestyles. Mm-hmm. So people kind of had to be in the closet or whatever if you're an entertainer or a musician. Mm-hmm. So people would all be like, you know, that's weird that Elton John seems very flamboyant. Do you mm-hmm. think that maybe he's not straight? Mm-hmm. And because he couldn't just, at that time, just be out and whatever, it creates more drama around it. And I feel like if someone's cheating or doping, like, once they got a hold of Lance Armstrong, it's like, come on, you're doping. (laughs) And no, I'm not doping. The more he did it, the more it makes people want to dig in. Yeah. And it's like, if he had just been like, look, everybody does it. Yeah. Yeah. I did it. I'm sorry. I also raised... Millions of dollars. And even she, what's craziest too with the runner, runner's world editor thing is that she even said, yeah, yeah, I I put this manipulated map up because she admitted to feeling like an inferiority yeah. complex or whatever, or like a, she, she felt like she had to hold up to a standard. Um, so she admitted that. And it's like, just say that and then say you cheated. Like both of those things. And people will be like, I get it. Like, I yeah. understand why you feel that way, why you might've done this. I still and think for, people would be angry though. But not as angry if you yeah. keep doubling down on it. Well, no, now it's the difference is it's kind of like Salazar, where it's like he kept saying, I'm not, mm-hmm. to the point where people are like, you got to be out of the sport. No, but see, that's a perfect example of I truly believe that he feels like he was staying within the framework of not, like he was going to the edge without, in his opinion, going over mm-hmm. the line. Yeah. I do they, think that he was trying to get as close to the fire as yeah. he could without getting burned. But he also did some other weird stuff. He did. He, I mean, yeah, he's, yeah, that's, yeah. I'm not but, defending him. I'm just saying psychologically, yeah. I feel like that's where he was, where he's not going to say he did anything wrong because he truly doesn't believe he did. Well, and if you look at it, maybe it's also perspective. Like I would think that Salazar saying, look, the reason why American distance running is behind is because everybody else is doping. 
So if we're going to compete on the world stage, we need to at least be as close to the edge of doping as, as you mm -hmm. possibly can get. Yeah. In certain way you can, I can understand him saying that and being like, look, it, it, we're not going to win. We're not going to have great running if we don't. Yeah. And it, I, I will say for, you're, there's no way that for years people <laughs> didn't like people knew people yeah. had to know. Yeah. And it wasn't until everything came crashing down with all that others, everything else involved that they're like, Oh, let's fire him, distance ourselves from this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, I, I know, mean, we were talking, it wasn't just him. There's tons of people complicit in it. We yeah. were talking to an athlete at trials who believes that it's just as rampant in the U S sport as any, anywhere else. Now here's the other thing we watched the, uh, uh the games at the armory. Um, yeah. And the Rose game. Yeah. And it's amazing. Every week I feel like someone's breaking a new world record. <laughs> it's crazy. I don't even know. I'm like, is there just way more events than I know exist? Because every time I look at Sidious Mag, there's a new world record being well, broken. Well, so we had the Milrose games on. It was just on the TV. I'm like also like doing other stuff. And I just happened to watch over because Josh Kerr was doing the two mile. And I was like, oh, you know, we've talked to him. It'd be fun to watch. And I'm like looking at his time and I'm looking at the world record time and I'm like, he's about to break a world record. Like I just happened to be watching this right. like, and he did. And I'm just <laughs> like, what? And did it like convincingly, like it was, like yeah. he, he looks amazing. Like it was super strong. And you're like, okay, shoes are going to get us to a certain point. Mm -hmm. Maybe athletes are a little more healthy mm -hmm. uh, nutrition wise than they used to be. But I just don't understand. And I'm not accusing Josh Kerr right. of, of right. doping at all. But I just don't understand how, like like you said, every week Sidious Mag is throwing up a new thing on Instagram, world record just broken. I think it is a little bit too like that thing where there's American record, world record, yeah. indoor, outdoor. Right. Yeah, right. but it used 45 to. 45 different distances. I feel distances. like it used to stand for like 20 years. Yeah. Like when uh, Radcliffe uh, won London Marathon or whatever. Yeah. And well, it was like, what was the time? It was like 220. No, 17. Are you sure it was that low? Yeah. Anyway, it felt like for 10, it stood for 10 years or 14 years. Well, also, I think there's this whole thing where there was, there's like the before Super Shoes world records. And now it's just basically gapped up. So now you have the Super Shoes world records and then everybody's shaving time okay. off those. But say that the like there's the initial one. Super and Shoe is like 4%. Yeah. Okay. The, the records that would be broken are... are a lot greater than well, 4%. so we we just talked to um, Joshua Rowe, who's the performance scientist at Morton. Okay, and he was talking to us about the super shoes versus nutrition and like the hydrogel that they created. And to his point, he's saying if you can get in the amount of carbs and and nutrition that they're doing right now, that's an eight to twelve percent increase. What versus a shoe which is four to six maybe. Wait, what do you what do you mean? He's saying if you are properly Fueling. Getting enough carbs and stuff like that. They've scientifically proven that you can improve your performance by 8 to 10%. What's the baseline? Do you know? No. Like, is it just, like, Gatorade? Like, what, that's what I'm wondering. Like, what's... Well, here's the... Over what? It, it probably is something like goo or something like that that doesn't have the hydrogel. So because that's saying, what's allowing okay. you to get I think more it's partially in. the hydrogel. Well, yeah, that's what it is. It's It's being able to actually tolerate... I think it's 120 carbs per hour. Okay. Which is 
How many substantially higher than we used to? How ever many think Mortons are? How many Mortons is that? One hundred twenty. A gel packet is um, sixty. So every half hour, fifty. Oh, so wow. So at least every half hour. Yeah. So, but if you look at it this way, so what the whole thing behind the Morton thing is, the carbs are encapsulated. Sorry, they're twenty five. Are you sure? I think they might be twenty five. The carbs are encapsulated in the gel. And the gel allows it to go past your stomach into your intestines and then be absorbed there where you're not going to get nauseous. So if you just tried to put the carbs in your stomach before the hydrogel. Right. I know. I, yeah. It's a yeah. hundred because it's no, it's no hundred calories. calories. You want carbs. It's 25 grams of carbs. Oh, and how many carbs does he say per hour? You 120. Can, they're, what? They're, that's what like Kipchoge can get down. Like the, like I could never but think about do He's that. doing the bottles. So yeah. he's drinking like the 320. So if he's doing half a bottle, whoa, that's that's you know. He's also torching like insane carbs because he's running a four minute mile for twenty six miles. True. Are you gonna talk about that on yeah. after you do after that they episode did the, comes out? Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, we'll uh, that podcast will air in the next couple of weeks on Feel for the Soul. But yeah, man, that's so. There are a lot of different contributing factors to why things are speeding, but I do think it's interesting we. We love shoes, so we put a lot of weight on like how the shoe feels and how you're going to feel when you're you're running. But between sweet sleep, weightlifting, and nutrition, like you can, you know, ten twenty percent. Well, and it's the it's the recovery component from all of those things that allows you to train harder and mm-hmm. then get faster. And it's like a I think it's like a just the perfect storm. Wow, I don't know, um, man. Um, on the, by the way, for the Fuel for the Soul podcast, I, can I submit a listener question right now? Yeah. <laughs> Do it. Is it about ankles? No, I'm done with that. Okay. I don't, we don't need to talk well, about that. Let me get that. out my Google sheet here. It's Ar- Arnica gel. I'm, I'm wondering, and I don't think you've talked about this, but the, if I drink an NA beer, like an IPA before a race or leading up to a race, is that liquid carbs just as good as eating whatever a bagel it's 20 so some of the ipas have 21 to 25 grams of carbs i can tell you what feathers will tell you carbs are carbs the problem with drinking your carbs is you don't get satiated so where a bagel is going to sit in your stomach and you're going to feel full you know i want to eat 55 bagels the day before a race well, you, know, you, you can take liquid carbs you can take like that's why she'll do like scratch and all that kind of stuff. She eats like six bagels a day N- before a race, though, doesn't she? She likes bagels. Eight. That's nuts. It's close to eight. Um, any, I don't. I yeah. I'll ask on the okay. podcast, but I'm. I feel like an NA beer could almost replace like if I was going to drink a Gatorade for my liquid carbs. Yeah, it might be essentially the. Do same you like thing. the beer that much? Like the taste and stuff. I do. Yeah, I do. Do you not feel bloaty when you? You drink one of those? One of them? I'm saying like when I drink a beer, I feel bloaty. I might just feel bloaty all the time. I think I'm living that high <laughs> carb life. I think it's my baseline. Um, no, I, I think I had to drink more than one. If I have, like, I feel like I'd have to have a So you few. would prefer the taste of uh, a non-alcoholic, non-alcohol uh, IPA over maybe something like a smoothie or something? Mm. 
not necessarily, but I'm saying it's just part of the equation, kind of. Like if, like I want to have six IPAs the day before a race, same as I don't want to eat six bagels. You know, I'm yeah. just saying as part of the whole yeah. thing. I have well, a feeling it's like, probably fine. But yeah, because okay. like smooth, like fruit smoothies are carbs. Yeah. So like one of the things she would recommend if you don't want to eat bagels, get a smoothie because it won't mm-hmm. feel as filling. But that's yeah. Wouldn't you? Isn't that correct? Yeah, but I mean, the day before a race, you also have to, you want your fiber consumption to go down. So maybe mm. not the best option. Yeah, because I was the, an NA beer is basically just straight carbs, right? I, you know better than me, but it sounds like it's, it. Yeah. I'll ask. We'll confirm. I think you should, yeah, maybe you should do a episode on that because I feel like, like Thomas was saying, when you're at the trail run, people are, it's trending huge right now. Yeah, we talked about alcohol in the last podcast, and we're getting annihilated right. for it. So we'll, that's uh, what I was thinking. Yeah. You should like kind yeah. of flip yeah. the script a little uh-huh. bit. It is, it is interesting because, um, so last week I didn't drink at all until, um, I guess on Friday. Did it on Friday? Yeah, on Friday I had uh, one cocktail. Mm-hmm. And I have to admit, you know, I did I did feel better throughout the week, and I haven't been drinking so far this week. Um, uh, I do feel better, but at the same time, I don't think I, I don't know that it's the evil. We don't need to get into uh, it. We already <laughs> got we yeah. Let's not get down that. Okay, yeah. let's talk about the shoe. People are yeah. Depending on people's personal experiences, yeah. it varies. It is. I feel like it's, it's very personal. I was telling Megan. I said there's Sorry. like talking about <laughs> veganism. Talking about alcohol, talking about politics, and talking yeah. about religion—they're all in the same. Yeah, I mean, like, because I think they're, uh, especially alcohol. It, it pretty much it touches everyone's lives because it's so infused in our society. So it's like, depending which path you or someone you love goes down, then that's how you're gonna, you know, that's your worldview yeah. of it. So it's like, just is how it is. Which not everybody is gonna agree on ons. Yeah. <laughs> what a segue. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of uh belief, speaking of personal opinions that are strong. Controversial. <laughs> it is. You know, I think when we got the monster, the original one, mm-hmm. it was the first time that we weren't like overpowered by the speedboard being close to the foot, mm-hmm. creating a very rigid feel on the shoe. So we were really enthusiastic about the shoe. And I still think it's a good shoe. I've I've put the um the original one on like recently in running it, we now have the monster two from on cloud monster two technically. Yeah. And I'm a little more critical of this than I was of the first one because I like the first one opened the door to liking some other on products, but now I'm kind of like, I don't know. So I'm going to let Megan go first because we both ran it this morning. We've run in it. Uh, previous, Megan, you've got tons of miles on yours. Um, what's your thought on this shoe? Well, for starters, the original monster is the only shoe that I've ever been sent to review that somehow disappeared from the office. So I <laughs> she never, feels like someone stole it. I, we just don't know what happened to it. Um, I, I, um, I can't compare it to the first one, but I will say I have been enjoying the miles in it. Like uh, it's hard for me to explain. It's not, there's nothing really crazy or exciting about the shoe. Um, it just feels nice. It's a little bit firmer. So I actually have the on cloud um, eclipse on my feet right now. Cause I wanted to compare that and just by the step in feel it's 
quite the on cloud eclipse is quite a bit softer mm -hmm. than the monster. Um, but I don't, I don't hate the stiffness of this, like the firmness of this shoe. Like I just feel like it's nice. Is it like a Boston like feeling? Yeah, it's closer to Boston 12. Okay. Um, so yeah, I've, it does feel like there's a little bit more sensation underneath the palm of the foot. And there is, I noticed there's like a different density foam up towards the front. Yeah. I think to give it more of um, maybe a little more aggressive feel off the toe than the previous model. Other than that, it feels very similar underfoot to the to the previous model. What I was really hoping for our one knock, what was our knock on the original, Robbie? Um, the upper was like, it was just no structure and it was kind of baggy on the upper. Yeah, well, we're back to it. Now, the reason why I wanted Meg to say something is because you have a wider foot. Yeah, so I, I love that there's a ton of room in the toe box, and just in general, it feels like a pretty wide platform. I will say I do think it runs a half size long, um, which I would prefer than it being too short. So it's again, it's like not an issue. But I do have to cinch down the laces quite a bit, even with my wider foot, to the fact where I'm someone who, you know, Thomas hates this, I will just slip my shoes off with them still tied and you can't actually do that with this shoe like you have to untie it yeah <laughs> that's that's okay uh ralph's doing Sorry. tricks back yeah. here um that's the problem is with my i would say i have a narrow to average foot shape mm -hmm. and this thing is way too roomy and i was like really hoping because we complained about the upper i thought okay they're gonna fix the upper if they fix the upper, I like the midsole. It's going to be fine. And I would agree with Megan. It's a half size too big. Robbie, you got a pair and it was. It like might have been a whole size too big. Too it, big was, yeah. it was definitely the biggest I've ever gotten in. And it was your size. Yeah. Although for some reason. Allegedly. I've, I've now gone down a half size in most brands sometime during the pandemic. <laughs> I don't. I still wear my size in Nike that I've worn my whole life. Interesting. But. Um, but yeah, so it was for sure unrunnable for me. So I have another pair coming. Um, but I love the look of them. Yeah. I think they're becoming kind of an icon. It, but like they, I see, see, that's crazy. The look of them, they, it, they, on's been a lifestyle shoe. So what are you saying? I'm saying so that they, it maintains that on look that people like. Yeah. I think I, I mean, I have to admit, I feel like that's part of it. It's like, it looks good. So I'm, I'm putting it on. Yeah. May yeah. got a, 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 like an off white, like almost like putty color Yeah, that I knew she was going to love as soon as we opened it. Uh, my color's okay. I like it. Um, just fine. But yeah, just, I just, for me to cinch it up, I couldn't cinch this enough. Again, running it this morning is raining and kind of snowing out mm. and like my foot just has so much wiggle room in it yeah even though i i went and i wrenched them down as tight as i could it just doesn't have any kind of like but if you went a half size down do you think it would matter i do think it would be better yeah uh because even in the heel collar and count heel counter i had like room okay and i had to so, yeah. i did wear a thinner sock today just because it was raining and snowing and i didn't want to have like a big thick wet sock in the mm -hmm. shoe but i have also running it in a thicker sock and it's still, it's just too wide. Like this to me, this is the, like Jarrett or any of our wide foot reviewers yeah. could easily run Which in the shoe. He got the shoe, but I think he got it 
in wide. See, I think you could run in a standard. Right. Yeah, for real. Like, I don't understand how you'd make this any wider. Apparently they are. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. I am spoiled, though, with all the great foams that we're getting in. Yeah. That when I run in a shoe that doesn't have, like, Mm -hmm. a tremendous amount of energy return and bounce, that I'm like, eh, this is just okay. And this shoe feel it does have a nice cushioning with the way that they've done the uh, cloud tech, but it's it's not like you don't feel like you're flying in this one when you run. I actually do like the Eclipse better than this. Yeah, I I'm gonna do my afternoon run in the Eclipse, so TBD. But I just from the step in feel, I think probably the Eclipse wins. And I don't think the upper on the Eclipse is perfect, but I prefer yeah the upper on that the fit of that over this and I it I definitely like, has more structure to it than this one. And I like that the underfoot feel is a little bit softer yeah. with that they call it a speedboard on the bottom. Mm-hmm. But that like I do, yeah. It's I do really think just a shank in the middle. Yeah. I do think the um running in super foams is <laughs> a little bit detrimental. Because I, I ran again in the E6 gel cumulus twenty six yeah. last night and I'm like yeah, it's not. It's fine. It's but fine. It's fine. Like that's what it's a running shoe. Yeah. If you needed, if you, like, if Rye was in high school, yeah. and you need to get him a yeah. a, a daily trainer, mm-hmm. and you didn't want to break the bank. Still one forty though, which is crazy. It's still the same price as the Nova Blast. Yeah, I don't know why I would go that over the Nova Blast. Yeah. Nova Blast, I really enjoy running in. Right. I'm just. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I just don't understand the two. The <laughs> Ralphie. This is a good spot, bud. Ralphie is just how much? Chilling. How much is the monster too? Uh, is it one eighty? I think it's one. I forget. Once might be one seventy. Let me see. One seventy. One seventy-five, one seventy. Does that sheet have the it's right uh, in that range? Does this sheet have the uh, weight on it? Because mine. Are I don't. Wet. I don't actually have the sheet. I, that's what I was doing right now. Ah, I was just okay. emailing and asking for it. It's one. I don't know. Some places I'm seeing it for one eighty, and then other places I'm seeing it as one. Yeah, it's one eighty. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So one eighty puts this in that super shoe, super trainer, not super oh, shoe, but sure. super trainer category. So this has to go up against shoes like. The speed to the speed four and the endorphin speed four and uh, Boston twelve and I don't know super blast yeah. almost you know putting that up against endorphin speed four man I'm so how how does that how does this shoe if you put it up against those shoes make how does this roll out for you I mean I'm picking the endorphin speed four I think yeah for sure I mean I, I, but I still like it like this is a good shoe I it do like good. it it's, it's it's fine to run in. It's it's not. It doesn't have any special sensation under the foot, but it's fun. It's fine. Yeah. All right. Cool. And there you have it. <laughs> Anything else? Uh, uh, I think that's it for this week. All right. What do we got going on next week? More um, nonsense. Yeah. Of course, more nonsense. We have anything like monumental or whatever. Just getting in our getting in our running stuff. Yep. Running running things. We should be able to announce a couple things soon. Uh we will be at the Cherry Blossom ten miler mm-hmm. a week before Boston. I don't know that we're doing any kind of shakeout run this week. 
uh, are this year. Um, and then we will also be doing, Meg and I are doing the Annapolis half and then we'll be doing the Boston marathon. We will be doing a couple different things at Boston. So we'll keep you updated, check out social media, but we should have some fun stuff for you. Boston will be where it's at, as you know. Cool. I do know. All right. Sounds good. All right. Hi, Ma. You good? All right. Thanks to Carl for editing this up. And uh, thank you for listening. And we'll check in with you next week.